Hello and welcome to this week's episode of On Sidekicks. I'm Peter and I'm joined by John, very smug looking John, and Ken. Uh, how are you doing, folks? I'll de- defer to John there so he can yeah. articulate. Uh, I'm and doing for- great, lads. Um, so John, John is after getting a new uh, computer and for, uh, of course, myself and Ken are the only people that can see this, but he has the... Um, the NFC title uh, presentation uh, playing as his background at the moment. So uh, it's going to be a tough uh, 40 minutes for myself and Ken here. Oh, these fucking eagles. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah. I know, I'm sure, I suppose, for two or two, well, one one fairly um, strong steamrolling of a game in the NFC. Anyway, the eagles were absolutely worthy winners. Um can't really have any complaints, can we, lads? The, the 49ers just never... Look, I, 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 the Eagles were so much better than them. I think even if they have, if they had a fully fit party in there, I'm not sure they would have been able to keep this close. What do you think? Yeah, I think you're on the ball there, Pete. Uh, I think they would have been able to keep it close, but I still think the Eagles were so good. Like, they dominated on the offensive line. They dominated along the defensive line. And that's kind of what's kept Brock Purdy upright for the last eight or nine games or however long his winning streak is um they absolutely dominated Trent Williams who is in my opinion the best left tackle in football and they just had he just had no answer for what the Eagles were throwing at him um the 49ers it was was a bit of a shambles in the end but they lost two quarterbacks in this game both because pass rush got home really quickly Hassan Reddick got through there on Brock Purdy. He, he almost just made a straight line to him. He didn't have to do too much to get past him. And on that sack for taking Josh Johnson, that his name? The quarterback, Josh Johnson, yeah. yeah. Out of the game, like they just got through so quickly. He had no time in the pocket whatsoever. Like that old line, which San Francisco are kind of priding themselves on, was just absolutely annihilated. Yeah, um, it's just it was just so convincing. I can't believe how convincing it was. Um, they had no answers, and like they really fell to shit. Uh, the Forty ers you know, there was. But then the the game was over before they could start making any adjustments either. Like you, you yeah. see, sometimes teams get swamped early on, and they they come back into it. But, but literally, but, once Purdy went down, like Josh Johnson looked like someone they dragged out of bed and pushed onto a field. Like to to the eye, though, like to to the eye. You would say um this was an absolute trouncing by the Eagles, and it was a trouncing. But like statistically, like it's actually like it's a biz- it was a bizarre game. Like Jalen look, look Hurst didn't have to do much. Hurst only had 121 yards passing. Um, and you know, like the the 49ers def- defense, in fairness to them, put up a good stand for a while. They did their best, but like eventually they had they had they kind of crumbled in the finish. But you know, like like there wasn't massive numbers put up by anyone or any well, team or any well, player. I think to be fair to the Eagles there, it got to the stage where it was physically impossible for the 49ers to win mm. with about a good 25 minutes to go, maybe, maybe yeah. more. It like There was nothing they could have done. They were literally handing it to a running back who was getting stuffed in the backfield. And the quarterback couldn't lift his hand high enough to throw even a two-yard pass. 
So yeah. the entire 49ers game collapsed. So the Eagles just consolidated it and they 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 bet them into the ground effectively, but mm. they didn't have to do any better. Like they they know they yeah. no need to risk any trolls or risk any yeah. interceptions. Wasn't um wasn't Devonta Smith very cute there to to on that he had an amazing catch. I call it a catch because it will it will go down in history as a catch, but he was very smart to get to get get, get that ball in uh place spotted ball and they they got the next play going very quickly there. He was it was really smart to do that. And uh I was well like do you think the it was the early days, but do you reckon was it a bird they they called it a, a fumble, I think. The Purdy fumble. Do you reckon it was a fumble? Definitely. Yeah, there was, there was no forward movement in his hands. They actually didn't call it a fumble. They called it an incomplete pass and it was overturned to a fumble. On yeah. Re- on review. But it was definitely a fumble. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, knocked yeah. Out of his hands. It was actually Hassan Reddick knocked the ball forward to make it look yeah. like a forward pass. He punched it backwards with the back mm. of his hand. Yeah, it looked like a trick play. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, a very disappointing year for the 49ers. Like, God, they've no luck, though. Like, it's absolutely incredible that a team can lose four quarterbacks in a season, let alone two in a game. Bizarre, bizarre stuff. But I suppose, look, they couldn't protect, the, they couldn't protect their quarterback. They, they got totally overwhelmed by the Eagles and they paid the price. Um, Yeah, like, I suppose McCaffrey, uh, Christian McCaffrey, I thought, put up a good fight there for a long time, but he was at a thing called nothing there towards the end and I was nearly always praying to God he didn't he wouldn't he wouldn't um hurt himself. I suppose he'll be. You, I say De- I say Debo finished with negative yards today. Uh no, he well, he's down here for three receptions for thirty three yards anyway. Sorry, receiving or rushing, oh, rushing. Sorry, rushing. Yeah, minus nine. <laughs> yeah, I think he he was stuck three or four times in the backfield. Uh, yeah, yeah, totally stopped. But uh, they're a very complete. <clears throat> they're such a complete package, though the Eagles, and I think um. Like they're probably going to go in as underdog. Are they going to go in as underdogs into the Super Bowl? And it'd be very hard. I think it's going to take some team to beat them. They're so complete. Like I think they're they won there yesterday at a canter, really. Like and in a lot of aspects. And and John Bill Bill sent me a message here. I didn't really read it, but I say what he was trying to say was: Are, are the Eagles are they the biggest frauds to ever make the Super Bowl? I don't think so, Ken. Like. He might have said that now. I, I I was squinting when I read the message, but suppose he did say it. What what would your response to such an accusation be? Where's where's the weakness in this team? We we don't like. I I suppose I was kind of in a bit tongue in cheek there, but our, our complaint all season was the easy ride the Eagles have had, and this was meant to be the game where they they lay down the beating, and the team in front of them has collapsed like paper, out in the rain. So is is it a position where we don't actually know what they're fully made of heading into the Super Bowl in a bizarre situation? You can say all all you want about easy rides and easy schedules and a a bad 49ers team and unlucky with injuries, but it has to come down to what the Eagles are doing as well. Like no team is going to go out and win 16 games in a season without being a good team. They have two stats there... Um, the the sacks that they've had this year are second only to the Chicago Bears in 1985. And that's the benchmark for top, top defenses is the 85 Bears. And they have the most rushing touchdowns as a team ever. In NFL history, in a single season, the Eagles have the most rushing touchdowns. Like these things don't happen to teams that get to Super Bowls 
quite to be, to be fair, the, the the rushing game is absolutely incredible. Um, yeah. like even the likes of Gainwell there just coming in and he, he gets the yards. Sanders is a man reborn the last two years. And every time you're near the, the goal line, Bart Scott will get over the line anytime you need him to. Boston Scott. Or Boston Scott, sorry, Bart Scott was a, a Jets linebacker. Um <laughs> And Hurts, of course, will 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 pop up for one too. So it's, it's an absolutely devastating Russian attack. Isn't it amazing though? Like, um, in five years, that the Eagles have got to two Super Bowls and they've had they've got they've they think it's something they're the first team to ever do it in five years with a different head coach and different quarterback in five years. Like it's, it's some it's been some quick rebuild to get from where they were, let's say maybe two or three years two years ago even. Like it's been just seriously well, impressive. If you look at where they're strong, it's the offensive line and the defensive line. Mm. Like no team can get near Jalen Hurts. He's the most protected quarterback in the league. He may as well be playing flag football out there. He's there was, so a, there was actually one stage, John. There, I could he actually you could he was just literally going like he went to the left, he went to the right, he went to the left again. He went. He had about twenty. I feel like he had the ball was that, in his hand was that for early in the first half. Yes, yeah. Yeah, it was it was outrageous. It was, in, it was outrageous, like how much time he, he had. He kind of got a bit bored then and think he just threw it away and he said, I know we'll try again now next play. Like it, it's just I think to say yes, look, the Eagles the Eagles had um a probably a lighter schedule than other teams, but they're absolutely still class. Like that's just rubbish, I think, at this stage. Oh no, I'm not not disputing their class, but uh, I I it's rare we get a team get into the Super Bowl where we don't actually know Fully, how good they are! Do, I think they're very good. I don't think that's that. I don't. I. I don't see the no. But the like their 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 challenge here was the 49ers who, who I've never seen a team go up in flames in terms of the injuries they got. Like the, the quarterback physically couldn't lift his hand. Mm. The game last week, the Giants lay down. Did a game against Dallas a few weeks beforehand where the game ultimately didn't matter. So it's weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks since we've actually seen a challenge for the Eagles. But I, I just don't, I, I'm not I'm not saying I'm not saying they're not going to win the Super Bowl. I'm just saying the Chiefs are potentially the first major major challenge if Mahomes stays fit that they're going to have faced. I think you're being very unfair. I think that was a massive challenge yesterday. That no, part, but they had no players, John. That 49 defense was yeah, but like yeah, how how how. How would the Eagles have played if they'd no quarterback for 40, for 40 minutes? We'd be sitting here saying, what if like? Like the 49ers, you can talk about what you want. They had no quarterback. It's an NFL team with no quarterback. I very good at one, John. We, we've Maybe. no benchmark. No, I, I appreciate the 49ers are a good team, but they physically had no offense. The quarterback no could offense, not yeah. do anything at all. He, if he lifted his hand above head height, he'd probably pass out with the pain. He's out for six weeks now with a tear in his shoulder. He was literally handling off in the backfield for the entirety of the second half. It wasn't a match. Mm. That that might as well, we might as well forfeit that and just say the Eagles won by whatever score because it just wasn't a football game. Now, I'm not saying if, if they went out and they bet them and they had a full team, I'd be there saying, fair play, Eagles. I put it down to you, you've gone and bet them. But I just don't think we've seen them. We, we don't know what they're made of. I don't think I want to win this argument, but you can, am I? 
I just feel very passionate about it, especially being tormented by the fucking trophy being lifted in the background and after seeing for the 86th time in the last 10 minutes. <laughs> will, you, will you change your screen? It's like a red rag to a bull here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, look, I think that's, we don't really need to say a whole pile more about it. Uh, very disappointed again for the 49ers. Uh, yeah, they're, just, they're, they're, they're getting no luck at eat lads with injuries, are they? Like, just... They really need like what? What do they do next season? Though I think they're they're back nearly to. Do they do they try and try again with um? Jeez, I don't even think can't even think of his name now. He's got he's out for so long. I I think you roll in there with Trey Lance and Brock. Parham, Trey Lance, Trey Lance yeah. and it's a it's a competition for them. But I still think they need to add some players. Um, they they need one or two, like really blue chip players, um. They, they need something to shore up that old line because if they want to win another championship, they're going to have to go past this Eagles pass rush again. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's an area that they're going to look to strengthen. And I think they need one more skill position player, wide receiver. Um, you can't go in there with Tebow Samuel and Ayuk, who's who's fairly good, but I think you just need someone that you can just throw the ball up to them and you know, kind of like we were saying about Mahomes. Bucket Tyreek Hills up there somewhere, just throw the ball up. I, I don't think he has one of those in Debo and, and Ayuk. Debo's been paid like it though. I know, but Debo is magnificent in the running game when it's not the 49ers only option. Yeah, yeah. Has Isn't he been it? a bit disappointing this year, Debo Samuel? Injuries, I suppose. All in all, yeah. He's a uh, yeah, bit, bit, bit curtailed by injury, I suppose, but yeah. Right, we'll move it on. Um, so that was yeah, it was uh, suppose for for the actual actual box score, what was it? Seven, thirty one. So a very convincing victory for the Eagles. Then later on, we moved on to Cincinnati at Kansas City. Um, suppose Cincinnati. Well, Joe Burrow and the Bengals have had uh, Kansas City's number for the last three games in a row. Now I think that they're the they they're the three times that they that uh Burrow and. Mahomes have faced off and um they just came up short last night. So uh yeah, the the, the Bengals were beaten by three points. Um I set up for a good bit of it. Um I it was a good game, very tight, much, much more competitive game, obviously, than the, the one previous. But uh I suppose the end was it the ending was a bit I don't know what you call it, controversial, but there was a bit of there was kind of a bit of there was a lot of kind of heat on Twitter about refereeing calls, but I used to, I I saw the very end anyway. It was there was definitely a rough in the passer call on Pat Mahomes. I'd say that poor number fifty eight for the Bengals, whoever he is. Or was it was, the out of bounds hit of it? Yeah, rough in the passer. Was are we talking about the same incident? Very the, when when he when he pushed Mahomes into the into the bench. No. Yeah. Yeah. Was that a late hit or was it a rough in the passer? It was a rough. It was. That was rough in the passer, wasn't that? I think I think he was rushing and he'd gone off the pitch with the ball. Yeah, I don't know. What's 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 that called? What's the call in that? Sorry, I thought it was called rough in the passer. I think it's well. just No, because it's not necessarily a passer. Oh. Whatever it was anyway. They, they yeah. gave a fifteen yard penalty. Um, yeah, and it was an absolute killer. So they had it went from a, a sixty yard field goal to a forty five yard field goal that Butker slotted over. And an absolutely chronic wow. What Wait the fuck the was game. he doing? I don't know. He's just well, you. You. Mahomes didn't him. want to manage there. You just let him walk out, walk out of bounds, and let Harrison Butker 
attempt a 60-yard field goal. He's only ever attempted one 60-plus-yard field goal in his career, and he made it this year from 62 yards. Mm. Other than that, this year, over 50 yards. Other than that one that he made, is two out of six over 50 yards, and you're expecting him to kick one from 60 yards. Just let Mahomes walk out of bounds. Let him take the yeah, kick. yeah. And as well what as that, like, like that 45 yard kick, it didn't clear it by that much either. It hit the very bottom of the net behind the goals. Like, like I'd say another five yards in that, and he wasn't making it, let alone 15. That's a distance that they don't even roll out Harrison Butker for. Yeah. They go from that distance normally. They don't roll him out unless it's game winning situation or something like that. They've only done it once in his whole career. He's one attempt in his whole career over 60 yards. There was another a, play earlier on, earlier on in the fourth quarter as well. It was, um, I think that the, the Bengals had they they got a sack in on Mahomes and they had they were I think they were about they were maybe three third and nineteen or something like that, and um, Eli Apple got 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 a like it, Mahomes never got the ball even off and Eli Apple got got called for a holding, and it was an absolute killer. Uh, Kansas City got a, a fresh set of downs. And it was just they really, really could have had the the Chiefs rightly under the cosh. Um, just some really bad, bad decision making. Um, there was another was there another controversial call as well. Um, I I think there in the same play as the one you were describing, mm. there was a controversial non call in that Trey Hendrickson, the rusher for the Bengals, yeah, was being held like very, very, very obviously, and he'd have been running for Mahomes, yeah, and it was just a no call, um, right. So it could have been fifteen the other way, or it could have been ten the other way, um, yeah. and instead it was it was fifteen the other direction. Mm. Yeah, look, it was a, it was it was a much better game. Um, I suppose like just the two like, they're two absolutely savage quarterbacks. So like, massive credit to Mahomes like playing on a high ankle sprain, still threw for three hundred and twenty six yards, uh, and limping around the place. Borrow then as well. Thought he had in a bad game. Two picks. One of them probably I, I don't I wouldn't have much I wouldn't blame him for one of them, but yeah, he he there's just there are two 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 absolute ballers going for it. Like there's no there's no two words two two words about it. Like they're they're there for Mahomes the long now, haul, I think. He's three Super Bowl appearances in five years. And he's been in five championship games. Yeah. Incredible. Incredible. He's good, isn't he? He's not a bad, like he's he's a decent young lad now. I'd like to see a bit yeah. more from him now before I say anything. I do think the Bengals had had opportunities to win this. Like Burrow had the ball back with about six or seven minutes to play, and he threw in an interception. Now probably not his fault. It bobbled around a bit after I don't know was it T Higgins tried to catch it. Yeah, um, one of the cornerbacks flicked it up, didn't he? And then the other guy caught it yeah. or something. And. After that, the the defense came up with a stop. They got the ball back. They had the ball back inside two minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, so if Taylor's play calling is better, if he's a good two minute drill there, he could be in a, a another Super Bowl. They've had they had chances to win it. The difference really was Chris Jones. Yeah. Uh, what a player! Oh my God, he he absolutely tormented um, Joe Burrow. Uh, I, I think Mahomes had an easy ride compared to Burrow in this one. Like Chris Jones, two sacks. Frank Clark, sack and a half. George Karlaftis, a sack. And Willie Gay got home. Half, half a sack as well. I 
Hasrosh got home. I think that's the the difference. When you put um someone like Patrick Mahomes into a clean pocket, it doesn't matter how hurt he is. He's so talented. He'll just pick you apart. He's thrown passes in a playoff game. Marquez valdez Scantley making him look like vintage Tyreek out there. <laughs> he had a good super- game, hadn't he, um, Scantling? In fairness, he had a good game. Um, Six receptions for 116 yards. He had one absolute beauty of a of a of a pass was I think it was the could have been their last touchdown pass. It was absolutely I don't know how he actually got it right in his he right in the right in the bread basket. But uh Jesus um the uh like I heard there was a gas like kind of stat about Frank Clark as well that where they were his two first two sacks in the postseason or something like that, was it? Chris Jones. Was it Chris Jones? Sorry, not Frank sorry, not Frank Clark. Chris Jones, yeah. Yeah. But Mahomes threw at one stage his first 11 completions were to eight different receivers. Jesus. Yeah. When you talk about Tyreek Hill being missing out of this offense, they didn't replace Tyreek's 100 yards a game with a 100 yard receiver. They just pick up so five yards each to ten different guys, and there's fifty, and then he throw fifty onto Mark as well. as Scantling. They recreated them in the aggregate. Yeah, <laughs> they're probably paying the combine all them lads combined less money than they would have had to pay Terry as well. <laughs> but uh, did you, yeah, did you find the Bengals' lack of a uh, rushing game mystifying? Mixon yeah. had twenty yards. They totally shut them down, Ken. Yeah, they just told like the. I think there's a couple of things there. Like I think the Bengals' O line. Yeah, was, was got away with murder last week against Buffalo. I thought they they were quite good last week, even with them being down with the guys those injured players. But it absolutely caught up with them this week. Like Burrow sacked five times, and then you just look at the rushing and you go, Jesus, absolutely non-existent. Joe Mixon on eight carries, nineteen yards. Like his longest carry was seven. Like he's arguably, he's one of your best players. Like and he's he's a non-feature yeah. there. Yeah, and that's something that Cincinnati had done quite well against the the um Chiefs in previous meetings. They had uh they'd run the ball pretty pretty well, so just did not happen for them. And once that was that part of their game was taken away from them, they massively struggled. Now, in saying that, Kansas didn't exactly rush the ball much or or a whole pile as well. I thought, like I actually watched the highlights again today, and the highlights make uh, Pacheco look like he had a great game. But he actually had 26 yards. He had a couple of very important runs. He got a couple of decent first downs. He was but, very good in the receiving game in the past. Yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah, I, I thought we had to set up screens from. Mm. Uh, yeah, a nice little pickup. In fairness, yeah, he, he was a draft pick, wasn't he? Game might have been unbelievable, but he was great in the passing game. Yeah, I think it's it's fascinating to look at how the Chiefs dealt with the Bengals rushing when you know what the Eagles' identity is as an attack, as an offense. Because the Eagles are going to run it down your throat no matter what happens. And they've dealt quite well with a decent rushing team in, in, in the Bengals. Yeah. So it'll be fascinating to see that match up uh, in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah. Um, did anyone predict uh, an Eagles-Chiefs Super Bowl? John Callan, did you? I think you predicted that, did you? I don't know. No, not in the... I predicted Eagles Bills, so I was wrong okay. two weeks ago. Dang nabbit. Yeah. Uh, I'd say I'd say no one didn't anyone predict a I'd, I'd say no one yeah. predicted a bank uh, a Chiefs Eagles in, Super Bowl. 
in our defense, Peter, we, we assumed Mahomes was crocked and we had no idea how crocked the 49ers would be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of crocked, uh, if the Eagles, uh, Landon Dickerson fit, Landon Dickerson went off with an elbow injury um, and Bill's buddy, Dr. Chow, I looked it up because it's one of my own this week. Um, <laughs> Dr. Chow is, is, is now a, a figure of great knowledge and wisdom. So uh, according to uh, Dr. Chow, he'll be playing but with a brace on his elbow. If he is playing, he'll be the first team ever with 22 starters healthy for a Super Bowl. Jesus. Literally a free ride this year. And out, free of, ride. Their, out of their 53-man roster, they have one injury. That's crazy. Like... That's unheard of. I'd say in the modern game, really unheard of that 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 you just have no relatively no, not even relatively a full yeah. clean slate of players. Like you, you have all your starters available for a Super Bowl. I don't think I've ever seen it before. No, no. Considering the last time they got to the Super Bowl, their motto was "Next man up." They didn't have a quarterback. They went through about four running backs after all that. Yeah. yeah, crazy, so isn't it? The, the the easiest schedule and no injuries. Jesus. <laughs> Some bunch of lads. Some bunch of lads. Jesus, there's going to be an asterisk beside this Super Bowl, Ken. Oh, it's, it's ruined already. It's like when Liverpool bet Tottenham. That's like my fantasy victory this year. <laughs> an asterisk beside that. Oh, yeah, it's ru- ruined totally. <laughs> Everything is tainted. <laughs> oh. Right, we'll move it on now. So I suppose, yeah, we're going to do a full episode next week um, dedicated to... um to the Super Bowl so we won't we won't really chat too much about that yet but I suppose just before we go we said we'd have a little bit of a chat about heading into the the off season what are the big stories there's kind of a lot of not a lot so there is a good few bits and pieces going on um behind the scenes and well not so much behind the scenes but there's managerial changes and backroom teams and stuff like that are changing so um we'll go through a couple of things um I suppose Ken you were mentioning there um earlier on about there's a couple of teams heading into a, a fairly massive reset, I suppose you'd call them. You'd call it even. Yeah. Um, yeah, just look look at some of them. The ones that stand out most for me, I suppose, you, you have two kind of aging teams that that bet the house and and won, to be fair, the, the Rams and, and Tampa Bay. Like, they, mm. they went all in and they did it. But uh, there's a butcher's bill to be paid um, in, in both of their accounts there. So it'll be interesting to see how they develop. The next one then is the Cardinals, who I think you'd, you'd be worried for them going forward. Like what, what's the actual what's the actual game plan here? What are they going to be able to do in mm. the offseason? Um, at least the other team can look into the cabinet and see their Super Bowl. The Cardinals had eight, eight great weeks. They fired massive money at at um at, uh, at coaches and Mur- and a quarterback, too. which is probably looking quite questionable now at the moment. Um, like at least look, I suppose the Murray money, yes, is, is an issue, but I suppose they can fire as much money as they want at coaches. It doesn't really impact their uh roster their cap, but uh, yeah, like I yeah, it's just it's like it's, it's they're, hard they're going to, to lose the go likes of Hopkins. Hopkins this summer is going to without doubt be traded. Like they're going to have to start. Making making changes like that as they move towards a full reset. Yeah, they need picks as well. Probably, I'm not sure how they are for draft picks, but so yeah. next year they they'll be starting with uh. You'd have to imagine Murray won't be fully fit until mid season. 
you're probably going to have Hollywood Brown as your top receiver and they're probably going to have a rookie rushing and uh, a running back. So it's it's a far cry from from the team who who could have gone all the way conceivably a year or two ago. Yeah. Um, the other teams yeah. then, the the Rams and the four and the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Brady's gone. Contracts. Brady, Imagine Brady, yeah, Brady's surely. not not going to be at Tampa Bay next year anyway. I suppose questionable whether or not he'll even be playing at all. And then you have a big question with um. With Stafford. Matthew Stafford. Is he ever going to play again? I don't know. There's some there's definitely fairly serious issues there. It looks him. like Donald won't play again too. Is he done as well? Well, he, he kind of he put up an Instagram that he's he's retired and then he took it down a few minutes later. So I don't know if he's messing, but well, there's a big talk that he's going to walk away. Yeah, well he was very close to doing it. I think he had like the retirement form, whatever form they do when they retire, he had it pretty much ready to go and at the last minute tore it up. It, it, it's just a piece of white paper they can dab their finger on because yeah. none of them are able to write by that stage. <laughs> so Brady actually filled out a full one and still and still uh still uh, right. unretired. What about uh, McVeigh? Is McVeigh going to stay there? He, there's talks of him just packing it in as well, going for TV. They're firing mass. The TV companies are our stations are mad to get him on 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 the books. I'd say. I think it's his personal situation, Pete, that's causing a lot of uh, grief for him. I think his wife is from Ukraine. Okay. Um, and her family are caught up in the war. Right. Um, which I, I think is becoming a, an issue. His personal life is affecting his work life, and he just needs to make a decision on whether he can continue to coach with that going on in the background. Yeah. Um, so I think that's the decision that he needs to make. In terms of hitting the meltdown button, uh, I think it, it's pretty clear that Buccaneers just need to hit the meltdown button, start from scratch. Same with the Rams. I think they need to build a completely new team. Um, I don't think they have a team this year. Like They can't put a team together to win a Super Bowl while Aaron Donald is still there. Uh, I don't know about Matthew Stafford if he has another four or five years in him, maybe. But I think it's a full reset there. I think the Arizona Cardinals are just in an awful situation because can you hold on to your quarterback, make him the face of your franchise, and hit the meltdown button around him you know do you, do you sell up the house except for kyler murray and then put him in with a bunch of terrible players next year to get pasted or do you hold on to a few of them and try and get some sort of a performance around him or do you want to be an eight and eighteen for the rest of his career i don't know that i think that's a funny one whereas i know if you're a tampa bay buccaneers fan the right move there is just sell up the farm and start from scratch yeah there's and i don't know i don't even know do they have much to even play with the buccaneers like are they do they have like can they trade off players can they maybe start rebuilding quicker than they hoped or anything i i jesus i don't know it's gonna be a long road back for them you wait six or seven weeks next year and if let's say someone who's coming up let's say the jets get their quarterback you wait six or seven weeks next year and all of a sudden the Jets are like, hey, we're in a playoff race. They would throw a first-round pick for Mike Evans in that situation. Yeah. Or Chris Godwin. If you can easily recoup picks yeah. for players. They, they they'll probably hang on. If they hang on to a few guys there, maybe, yeah, they, they could have a bit of, a bit of, uh, a bit more value even in the, when the season actually starts. That's true. Um, Well, what about, um speaking of the Jets, 
big rumors during the week, Ken, about a certain yeah. Green Bay quarterback. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of chatter now. Uh, some of the bookies have the Jets as the eight favorites for the Super Bowl next year. <laughs> no, but like like once once they catch wind of that, there's something in the waters. Like they're they're not making making that prediction mm. unless uh, there's something in it. Uh, it makes an awful lot of sense. Um, yeah. I think that we we saw the Jets were were sure they were they were six and two, and after some big injuries, they went and they lost four or five by a single score before they completely capitulated at the end with no quarterback and no players. So I think bringing Don or bringing Rogers into that mix, I think makes an awful lot of sense. I think you turn the likes of Garrett Wilson, who's eleven hundred yard receiver, off absolute scraps this year into one of the best in the league. You have Brees Hall coming back as one of the best rudder shields in the league. So I think it's it's a tantalizing prospect. No matter what the cost is, they haven't had a quarterback for 20 years. So um Yeah. Be interesting to see. Yeah, I think it makes sense, but like you need to also take into account that Aaron Rodgers is an absolute weirdo. And he could he, do anything. Yeah, no, I'm not not disputing that. Um but if he's the in, other thing is his age. He's into it though. Yeah. But, if if he can like if you got Brady's level off him for three or four years, you're absolutely oh, yeah. singing. Yeah, like he definitely had a bad year last year by his standards, but I was also you're probably comparing it to two MVP seasons and the Green Green Bay just took a step back in general last year. And, so maybe that that's he, not a lot isn't on him. He'd a broken thumb as well. Yeah, and he no receivers. Well, he had uh, he had um probably. It, 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 receivers that weren't ready and also just lost his main weapons so um look yeah i i i'd be interested to see like what's what is he working like his contract look i'm not sure what the ins and outs of his contract maybe he's looked into it more like what are we talking here if a trade didn't materialize are you talking uh, I'd, say, I'd say you're two firsts two firsts for a 40 year old quarterback you're gambling that the first next year is going to be at the end of the draft hmm if he comes in and he's a fucking nightmare, you've burnt the team to the ground for no reason. Yeah. But if he comes in and you're a Super Bowl contender, which did, like if you have a top five defense and the players I've described, you you yeah. are a contender out the gate. Like simple as if you had Aaron Rodgers to that. We 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 all saw that last year. You're going you're all from Mike White with broken ribs, Aaron Rodgers. Like <laughs> yeah. Do you know, it's, it's ridiculous. Th- there's a lot of the guys saying as well that himself and Zach Wilson actually have some sort of a, some sort of a fairly decent relationship. So there's they're maybe going right get Rodgers in here for for maybe two years, and have Wilson in under him, and maybe I think he Wils- could bring him Wilson along a bit. literally just got his coffee for him. I'd say that's the I say that's the extent of their relationship now. To be honest, well, yeah, he, he mentioned him, and if look, this is all here. I suppose he mentions that he 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 rang him a few times and this kind of stuff, but I don't know. I don't know. I think they could do worse than 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 something like that because okay. Wilson at the in at the moment is totally not ready. Ah, yeah, and, oh, he, he doesn't belong here, uh, bitch. And he, uh, I think was it was Roger said he rang him after a game or something, or it, it could have been like the day after a game or something. It was like for eight o'clock in the evening. And he was like, well, chatting away about stuff, and then they said, "What are you doing?" He was like, "Oh, I'm watching tape in the facility." He was like, "What are you doing? Like, go home, like." <laughs> like it's you know, it's a prospect when you're giving up picks that Aaron Rodgers' name is kind of being touted out there as opposed to uh, Derek Carr or Jimmy Garoppolo or someone like that. I, I saw a good argument again this earlier. 
if you've Rogers, you can hang with Josh Allen. You can maybe not go toe to toe with Mahomes, but you could be a a big turnover to match away from getting back into it. You can probably challenge Burrow and the likes. You can't do that with Carr, and you can't do that with Garoppolo. No. So you're I'd either be steering clear of those lads if you could if you can manage it. They're an improvement to what you have, Ken. But like they, oh yeah, absolutely. But you know. I think if 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 you genuinely want to see results with his team, I I think he's the only option at the moment. Yeah. Um, and he is fickle. He's fickle as fuck. This mm-hmm. could be, this could be a real case where he signs an extension with with Green Bay. Do you know you could see mad shy from him? Mm. I don't think he'll be getting an extension off Green Bay. I'd say that's. He got, no, his, but... he got his money last year, and that'll be. I don't think they're going to give him any more money. Um, he he is pick. I know there was that was definitely part of his deal that he decides where he plays next season. That was a that... no trade clause, is it? Yeah, yeah. So hopefully, I just really want if it does happen, I'd lo- I want it to happen now, two weeks after the Super Bowl, and we can just enjoy the off season then and get over. Because yeah, well, it, it makes the, way the most it, like, sense. Done last summer was so annoying, like. It makes the most sense that it's done quickly because if it's not happening, at least they, as as John says, they can turn their their sights to yeah. Carr or to yeah. to Jimmy yeah. G. Sure, Carr is is going to go somewhere as well. Sure, he's done. He's done in in L, in Vegas anyway. In the Raiders, he he look good in green, Peter. Oh Jesus Christ! No thanks. <laughs> give love a season. At this stage, we're in rebuild mode anyway as well. So I give love a season. Give love a chance. Give love a chance. Yeah, uh, there were. Oh, I suppose you mentioned uh, teams were expecting a big bounce back from. Um, you included the Chicago Bears, which I would absolutely one hundred percent agree with. Um, I think they showed a huge amount until they kind of, they kind of fell to shit towards the end of the season. But uh, and then you mentioned the Denver Broncos. Could you uh care to explain that one now? I I I can't see why they would even consider a bounce back team. They, they lost been... their two main wide receivers. And they're running back. And they fired Nathaniel Hackett, who we'll say offense or a head coach life didn't sit and suit him to say the least. He's a job got already. He has what, what team uh, was that him again was that? Was it, was it, well, was I can't it, remember. Wasn't the Jets, team was green. <laughs> the Jets signed, um, yeah, so he's a new uh, offensive coordinator. Another yeah, reason why people think Rogers is going there. The 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 stars are aligning. But yeah, I, I think they'll get back on board here. I think they might make a splash in free agency, conjure up some draft capital. Um, they have a full summer with with Russell Wilson, who's nowhere near as bad as he played. Like, nowhere near. Like He showed he, a bit more towards the end of the season, to be fair. He, he did when he the shackles taken off there. Um, yeah. So, I'd be interested. I think they will bounce back. I don't know what you guys think. They're, they're, they're too Have they a head coach yet? A new head coach? No. Ooh. Harbaugh, um, the college... The guy has been touted, I think, as possibly, but um, it's hard to know. I surely to God, um, uh, oh, what's the ex New um New Orleans Saints manager, John, the coach? Uh, Sean, Sean Payton. 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 He's sure he's surely going to end up somewhere as well. I think he's bad to get back in. He'll he'll be a real now. Plug me into a team that's Super Bowl ready, please. Um, but uh, yeah, interesting now. Um, to be fair, yeah. they still are. I, their yeah. team hasn't changed from from this time last year. The, no, they're, they're they were, uh, it was, as a contender. The Hackett experiment was an absolute disaster. Um, they need to just get in a proven a proven head coach there now and see what they're really made of. Yeah, that's that's fair. So, 
Um, teams there and then I suppose the, the bottoms are getting a little bit hot on the on head coaches here. Uh, we have the Chargers and the Cowboys. Um, funnily enough, both of these teams uh have swapped offensive coordinators. So Kellen Moore, um, the of the ex offensive coordinator of the Dallas Cowboys, who was hotly tipped to possibly get the job, the head coach job for the Cowboys before they they hired Mike McCarthy, he got the boot. I was surprised enough to hear that to be honest. Um. And he's been picked up straight away by the San Diego Chargers. So, or Jesus, the Los Angeles Chargers, uh, which is an, I thought was an interesting switch. But yeah, definitely two head coaches there now are two men, I'd say, on borrowed time. Um, Mike McCarthy. Who's, who's a more frustrating team, do you think? If, if you, oh, the Chargers still. The Chargers today. are still more frustrating, yeah. They would just drive me mad. Uh, the Cowboys, like, the Cowboys just... Oh, I don't know when it comes when it comes to it, like they always just seem to be falling short. Like I felt sorry for Dak Pres Dak Prescott last last week, but did you see the probably, tweet from the Dallas uh, Twitter account? That was very yeah, God, and very it's odd. still there. I wonder. They they, I they felt Jerry, like some... Jerry Jones wrote that one himself. Yeah, wrestled uh, off just... an intern. Yeah, what was the tweet? Ken? He tweeted out that uh, it's like an awful lot of mistakes. Was it an awful lot of mistakes cost Dallas, let them down badly, uh, and Prescott had two turnovers. Um, d- this, this is the word for word, John. Dak, the official Dallas Cowboys Twitter account. Dak, Prosc- Pep, sorry, Dak Prescott gave gave away the ball twice in the narrow loss to the 49ers. In a matchup, the Cowboys had a chance to win if they didn't again generate self-inflicted wounds. The official that Cowboys. Was. And this is a lad now that... I'd say now wouldn't he is very hard on himself, and probably wouldn't have not that's not that this is the Dallas Cowboys problem, but wouldn't probably have the best mental health I'd say, um and they are absolutely nailing them on Twitter like their own official account. Apparently, he said as well before the Forty ers game that he watched, he watched the press conference of himself after. Remember they 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 lost against the Forty ers last season as well. And he said, I want, I want, this is, we said this before he played the 49ers game. And he said, I wanted to watch that press conference to make sure that I never feel like that again. So that's what he was doing like the day before he played the 49ers, making himself feel like absolute rubbish. Um, Yeah, it's a big year for Dak as well. Sorry? Yeah, that's, it's, it's same, we had the same point at the same time. Is he the answer? Like, he's, he's, when he's good, he's good. But when when he's bad, he can be very. He can make a lot of mistakes, can't he? Um, he's still. I, I don't know. He that from that he was. It took him. He's back two years from that that very serious leg injury, and mm. I, I suppose he's. I think he's going to have to ball out next year. I think. I'd say, or, or else they're going to start looking elsewhere. Um, is he on a? They're a long a, time at this stage. What's what's the contract? Is he on a? Franchise tag, or did he sign him no, to? No, a... I, I think he's a, he's he signed a, a deal either last summer, or the summer before. I think remember he played he was playing brilliant stuff, and then he broke his leg. That's right. And yeah. I think I think um I think Jerry Jones gave him his leg broken. Yeah, I think they really backed him. Like they're like, no, you're our guy now. Jerry Jones is per loyal to a fault. Like, what a job! It's like getting a it's like getting a, a promotion going in drunk. <laughs> yeah, I like the cut of your jib, young man. <laughs> yeah. But um no 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 um yeah I suppose is there anything else now in the off season I think is there anything else going on in the background? Uh, the, the Pro Bowl is next week. Thank God, there's no game on. Um, Tua 
Tua Tungvaloa is still uh, in yes, concussion yes, protocol. Yes. Very worrying. Uh, six weeks now, I think, after he, he entered it. Very hard to see that. Is that just over. to avoid the shite in the Pro Bowl? I'd imagine maybe so. I hope so, to be honest. Um, worrying, though, all the, all the same. Um, yeah, that's it, really, I think. Damar Hamlin is... is uh, Still on the mend, he's. I think he had some public post on on social media, some sort of video. I haven't seen it yet, but it's kind of um thanking people for supporting him and things like that, which is good to see. Shut, shutting uh, the conspiracy theorists down. Yeah, lads are Jesus convinced he's, he's actually de- like they were. Well, they were convinced he was dead, and it was a plant at the Bills game. And then a deep fake. Yeah. Do you think, lads, there's a team out there that are going to load up a, a truck? with draft picks this year and ship them off to Chicago for the number one pick. I see we I, I don't think at this stage of the year we know how good the quarterbacks are. Yeah. I, I wouldn't have a uh, is there a who is there like a, a number one pick with a bullet this year, John? I, I don't know you do nothing about the draft the draft there, yet. There was three or four of them I remember last year's draft there was three or four of them touted as being good at at the stage of last year's draft. It was like CJ Stroud and, and a couple of others. And it was say, said that this draft is going to be uh, like a generational draft for quarterbacks. But I, I think they kind of underperformed this year, but I, I still think there's three or four guys that are going to be top 10 picks. See, the, the, the problem with selling the house like that, it hasn't really worked out in recent years. Like the 49ers got absolutely roasted for theirs. Um. I suppose mm. that was it the Eagles or the Rams traded up the time for Eagles traded up for Wentz. Yeah, I suppose they got to a Super Bowl with him, but it's not the be all and end all. Like m- most of the high picks in the last couple of years in terms of quarterbacks, there's been a few hits, but there's been some desperate misses. Um, it's just a massive risk to throw three three first round picks at. Yeah. Um, there's an age rusher here in in the kind of the predictions that this is like the 25th of January prediction. Will Anderson Jr. from Alabama. I don't know nothing about him. He's predicted to go number one. But sure, it's because the Bears aren't going to take quarterback, and the Bears are currently sitting at number one. Yeah. Like if no, someone no. comes up there and says, "Oh, we need a quarterback," we give it. It might even be just two first round picks. It might be a first and a second, it, depending on how far you're coming up. Uh, who is the second? The Texans have the second. Like the Texans are definitely looking for a quarterback. Yeah. Um, they're probably going to get what the quarterback they want at number two as well, aren't they? That's what I'm saying. Like if you want a quarterback, you have to get above. If you want the number one quarterback, you have to get above the Texans. So I think if, if teams like one of these guys is coming out, CJ Stroud or someone else, yeah. I think they might throw a few picks at, at the Bears. Yeah. Sure wanted to amuse us for April or March and April. Oh, Phil. Well, that's some, some guy I never heard of in Arkansas says CJ Stroud is going number one. But your last year, who's the Jacksonville lad that they took? What's his name? Devin Lloyd. Yeah. Not Devin Lloyd. He came back and took him later on. Um, ah, lads. Walker. Trayvon Tray- Walker. Walker. Trayvon Walker. Literally, yeah. there, there wasn't one of the fucking scouts knew his name this time last year. And next thing with about three weeks to go, they all got very hipster. And yeah. uh, this guy just rolled up. Last year was it was a peculiar one, I think, that the, the, there really seemed to be no kind of number one. Um, there was. Pick. They were just afraid of the sauce. 
<laughs> it was a number one pick and he went number two overall. Like, yeah, well, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. For a year out, like he was so good. And he's proven to be as outrageous. Like, how, how did they turn oh, how, how did they turn him down? Like, mm. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Anyway. We are talking about sauce, aren't we, John? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're always talking about sauce, Ken. Go on the sauce. Pro bowler. No, he's not. He's an all pro. What am I saying? All pro. First rookie in 40 years. Rookie corner in 40 years. Mm. Um, yeah, right. Anyway, lads, that's that's all for this week. I think we've we've uh, spoofed enough there now about college prospects that we have absolutely no idea what we're talking about. So um yeah, we'll be back next week, um, probably early, early next week. And we'll have a Super Bowl preview. So it's exciting. It's exciting. It's a full year. Or how many weeks? Or four or five months culmination in one big game. So yeah, we'll be uh, all going well. We'll be meeting up now. When is it? Uh, Sunday week. Uh, I can't wait to see John's face live when the Eagles are actually challenged. For yeah, the first time um, this season. Great. Oh, look, the video is up again. That's great, John. So that's a perfect time for us to end this podcast because myself and Ken are getting physically... <laughs> ill here <laughs> um, yeah thanks very much for listening and we'll catch you in the next one bye bye